0: Got you tied in knots. if you religious thoughts. Come grab a drink and join the choir. It's Heretic Happy Hour. Well,
1: hello there, and welcome to the Heretic Happy Hour podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Cute Giles. So glad to have you with us for this episode, and we can't wait to jump into it. But real quick again, my name is Keith Giles, uh, author of the Jesus On Un- series and the recently, recently released solo Mysterium, uh, Celebrating the Beautiful Uncertainty of
0: Everything, joined by my co-hosts, Katie, Derek, and Matt. Say hello. Hello, this is Katie Valentine. I am the author of Sex, Slavery, and Self-Control. I run the Metaphysical Christian Facebook group. And this is going to be, as always, an exciting, delightful, delicious episode.
2: <laughs> delicious. I love it. <laughs> and I'm Derek Day. I'm the author of Deconstructing Religion, uh, the Love Minus Religion blog on Papio, and a bunch of other shit. And matter of fact, I'm having a book. It'll be out soon. It's going to be the sequel to Deconstructing Religion. And I, and I said before that I was going to call it Deconstructing Religion 2, Burn That Shit to the Ground, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say Deconstructing Religion 2, Ground Zero. That's the title.
3: I like it. I like it. And I'm Matthew J. DiStefano, author of the recently released Learning to Float available on Amazon in print and Kindle, and I am excited for another episode today. We don't have an advertisement. We're going to get right into what may what may or may not be the final hotline message of all time. So Derek, ever I guess you don't even need to tell people about the fucking number because no one fucking calls it. (laughs) But I'll I'll go ahead and give it. Give it away.
2: Just just In in case. Because somebody somewhere will hear this and hopefully they'll be inspired by the fact that their outlet to speak to the heretics may go away. So that being said, if you want to get in touch with your favorite heretics, use finger dexterity. I mean, get those digits in motion and dial 240-343-7379. Once again, 240-343-7379. And if you don't call, <laughs> Matt, what you were going to say something. If, if you don't call, what?
1: What? What?
3: Well, I, got, I got a little something. Here it goes. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was our hotline message. That voice was really familiar. I don't know who it was. That was an anonymous caller from an anonymous locale.
0: Huh. Wow. Oh, well. We're, we're uh, digging into the uh, like the trash can of voicemails here. Yeah. Scraping <laughs> the, the bottom. Yeah. The, the voicemail
3: <laughs> equivalent of spam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, our chastisement that I recall us doing where we told people they can't have nice things. We told you all you yeah. can't have nice things. You don't use a hotline. Has not yet aired at the time we're recording this yes so last chance y'all last yeah. chance call the hotline yeah. or it, we're going to start burning people and questions <laughs> oh <laughs> damn like look it. out we're getting real well you know but i like i like Derek's whole thing
1: that you know what if we could just reach could, one person just with the hotline just if the run. hotline could just reach one person it's worth it
3: <laughs> so pal we know you're listening you don't, have no, to, you, no, you don't have to no. do 73. You don't have to no, do 73, don't. but maybe maybe 10. Give us 10 no. voicemails. I don't uh, even
1: want, I don't I'm, even want, pal. No, I'm ready I don't to remix another episode. I'm not, I don't want it that bad. That was too much. Too
3: much and not enough.
0: <laughs> Wait, Maybe maybe I can confirm, pal. Yes, I do want everyone to get STDs. That's exactly <laughs> my goal in life by being sex positive. Yes. That's exactly yes. what I have in mind. So I'm just I'm saying it here. That's what it means, doesn't it? I think sex positive means you want everyone to get an STD. Rampant, like rampant disease, like
1: uncontrolled. Yes, yes,
2: Yes. maybe more than one. Hey, Katie, that could be the basis for the sequel to your book,
1: right? Sex sex slavery and
0: STDs.
3: (laughs) in in a in a heretical community. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Paul would be so proud. So proud. So proud. (laughs) Paul and pal, so proud of me. Paul and pal. Yes, the Apostle Pal. <laughs> the
1: Apostle. <laughs> that's what you should call him, the Apostle Pal. That, that, there you go. That, that's it right there. You, you, you just coined it. Well, maybe if he ever gets his own podcast, that's what he should call it. There you go. That's a free one. Get that for free. Yeah,
2: him and all, him and all three of his listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got him.
0: Yeah. So have we deconstructed this uh, our voicemail enough today?
3: I think so. Are we okay. ready to move on?
0: We're ready to move on because we don't actually have a heretic of the week, but maybe we have the best heretic of the week. Um, so maybe maybe we can just introduce that as uh, our wonderful, very own Derek. Derek. hey <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have an announcement to make.
1: Are you ready? Yeah, it's not the hotline. We already did that.
3: Yeah that, that that bit's been played out. I do, let, let's get a drum roll.
1: Yeah, okay. Drum
2: roll please. This is my last episode with the heretic happy
3: hour. Uh, Where's damn. the sad is there a sad button?
2: Blah, blah, blah,
3: blah. No. That, that
1: one works too. <laughs>
3: yes, that's more like a shitty joke one. But sad trombone.
1: Yeah, man, Derek. What? Why? What's going on? Well, as you guys know, the last
2: two years have been been very challenging for me in the in the spiritual sense, and um, and 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 I consider myself to be an atheist. Now, if you can imagine a quadrant, and at the upper part of the quadrant, you have theist, and at the bottom, you have atheist, and to the left of the quadrant, you have Gnostic, as in you know for sure, and on the right, you have agnostic, which you're not, you know, you you leave some room. And so I would consider myself in the lower right part of that quadrant. I'm an atheist, but I'm I'm not just going to say there's no God, there's no higher power or anything like that. But I'll say that the God of the Bible can't possibly exist. You know, that part I will say, but, but you know, that there is some prime mover, creator, source, whatever you want to call it. I hold out the possibility that that exists. But the, the thing is, is that um, for a lot of reasons, I just, you know, I, it, and it, it began uh, almost three years ago when I walked away from the pastorate. And, um, You know, I, 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 one Sunday I called in. I told everybody, "Hey, I'm not feeling good. We're not going to have church." They were like, "Okay, we'll get better." And then the next Sunday, I just decided, "No, uh, I I enjoyed the last Sunday, so I'm not going to have. We're not going to have church this Sunday either." And so they said, "Okay, well, you know, get some rest and all of that." And then the the following Sunday, I sent I sent out a text message to everyone, say, "Hey, no more church ever again." And, and and then the phone calls start pouring in and, and and people are wondering what's going on. And I'm just like, I'm at a point where I don't feel authentic. I feel like I'm compromising my integrity by preaching something I don't believe anymore. And, and so, so with, the, with the Heretic Happy Hour, I want to say this. I, I got to say this. I got to get this off my chest, that you three are some of the most wonderful human beings I've ever met in my life. You have challenged me, you have helped me to grow and, and helped me to see things from different perspectives, but I can't sit here week after week and and talk about Christianity when it, it, it I, I just, I have absolutely zero love for it. And I and I think that not only do I do myself a disservice, which that's not the, the most important thing, the most important thing is that I don't do you guys any favors by hanging in when I don't believe. And most of all, to the audience, to the thousands of people that listen to this podcast that have that 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 you guys have cultivated over the years. Um I, I I feel like um I'm doing them a disservice. And and, and so in, in the in the best interests of you, my friends, my brothers and sister, and to the many, many wonderful listeners of this podcast, that it's time for me to put on my tall hat, get on my tall horse. And ride off into that thing we call the sunset.
1: Oh wow! Well, you know, Derek, it's never easy to say goodbye. And but I, you know what? I thank you. I just for everything you just said, I really appreciate you being honest and your integrity with just where you're at and being able to express that that way. And you know, I, I just want to say I've loved having you as a co-host on this podcast. It's it, ever since you and Katie both came on. It's just been a blast and we've had so much fun doing it, recording it together, whether we're either off or on uh, recording. It's just been wonderful getting to know you and hearing your perspective on things. So I'm definitely going to be missing that. I'm going to miss the chance to at least once every other week or so see your face and, and talk with you and see how you're doing. So definitely going to miss you, man. But um, I can understand.
2: Well, I, let, me, let me say this about that is that all three of you guys have my phone number. So so my maxim is, if you have a problem with me, pick up the phone and call me. But if you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. So, you know, basically, if you don't have my number, basically, you can go fuck yourself. But, but you know, but but honestly, you know, you guys, you guys have an open line, an open channel to me anytime. I mean, you guys are not just my friends. You're my family. And um, and I mean that from the
3: bottom of my heart.
0: So, listeners, let's be clear: that's me, Keith, and Matt, not y'all. We have the open line to Derek. <laughs> Derek. Yeah, I would
3: like to. Would like to give out Derek's number. It's uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, Instead of the hotline, we're going to give out the Derek line.
1: There you go. After well, he's gone, though, after he's gone, we'll just we'll switch it
0: to if you have a, pla- a complaint or a problem, <laughs> <laughs> call this number. Yeah, put the number out there. Yeah. Actually, Derek's going to be so invested in the hotline. Every message from now on will be from, from you, Derek. <laughs> and again, like your voice is <laughs> oh, hilarious, leaving us new messages yes. every week. So, yeah. Derek, man, you know, I, I just love you to pieces. And so it's going um, to be a sad d- episode recording next time. Uh, but, you know, like you can't do more than live in alignment. Right, and like that, that's what I hear, and there's just so much respect and love for you for for doing that and for walking your journey. But I gotta say, you know, like you and I basically saved the podcast. Mm. Like there was like one listener I think when we came on, like we we brought those ratings up. So now it's like all on me. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot it's of it's pressure.
1: Yeah.
2: But, but yeah. you know what though, it's it, you know, Katie, you know, you're standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes, it's you know? true you You get this, you got this girl power all the way,
3: yeah, so um, Derek, thank you for everything you've said, and the the feeling is mutual, like I've totally you know loved having you on the show i think I think we made the right decision when Jamal left to to bring you and Katie on board. It's odd to think back and and think that you and Katie have i think done just about as many episodes as Jamal originally did, I mean, I think we're. We're at like one thirty yeah. something, so you've you and Katie have both been here for a couple of years now, and it's it's gonna be an odd transition that said i let me just echo what Katie said like I respect the hell out of you for being honest about where you're at and if your heart is not in a certain place to you know to have the guts to say that and so like Jamal's leaving this is a um this is a retire a jersey retirement right. you know what i mean not a um you know we're not, not a free agent release or, or or something like that but you're you're always you're always part of the the team like you're always you know that history that you've built and the legacy that you built with the podcast is always there and so you're always family and but transcending the podcast like i mean you're a friend we have your number i'm not going to call just to complain about you i, I want to call to to just chat and catch up and shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's never going to go away, even if this part of our relationship is over or ending. The fact that you're a friend is first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree.
0: So let's talk about how basically every week, Derek has a new famous person that he knows. (laughs) (laughs) I find out about. Like a chart, yeah. Yeah, like I need a chart of like, it's not six degrees of separation with Derek. It's like two, right?
2: Yeah, like I every, know. It's every week, I'm
0: like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool." But you know
2: what? One one of, my, one of my favorite stories to tell is that uh, basically every person in the United States is like five degrees of separation from the president of the United States, mm-hmm. right? And and so I have a good friend. His name is uh, Colonel Freddie Washington. And, and, uh, and Freddie was, uh, one of the groomsmen in, uh, Colin and Alma Powell's wedding. And so, you know, through, through him, I'm connected to several presidents. Wow. And, and here's the thing. It's like, uh, I, I did, um, I did talk radio. And this is an interesting thing. This is for the listeners, right? Because you really, you who listen have no idea as to what really goes on or or what goes into producing this. And and, and let me say this, because before I got into talk radio 20 something years ago, I was a listener and and I was like, just man, if I could just get on talk radio. And, And the first time I got on, I was completely overwhelmed. I was blown away by all the moving parts that went into this and and so when you when you talk about podcasting it's very similar you know there there is information gathering there's uh aggregation of facts aggregation of data and and then there's chemistry you have to have this chemistry because it, without the chemistry, all the facts in the world, all the knowledge in the world, all the talent in the world doesn't mean shit. It's like basically <laughs> there's no chemistry. It all falls flat. So, so I, I say this to say that, uh, you know, there, there is absolutely positively at least five people out there that think, well, Derek is gone. I could do this. <laughs> Be careful of what you ask for. That's <laughs> what I say, because oh, it's, yeah. it's not as it's not as easy as it looks. I mean, and, 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 and that's the other thing. She, it, you know, not just you guys are not just scholarly, but you're talented. You have the ability to think on your feet and, and to, to to recall things and to and to make uh, things poignant, serious, funny as the as the need arises, and that's a gift and And so people will listen and they and they say, "Oh shit, I could do what these fuckers do, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't <laughs> you can't and 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 if if you could if if people could, pal would have the biggest audience podcast on Christian podcasting,
1: yeah." <laughs> Well, man, look you—you you definitely have the have the stuff as well, man. Like that's that was what we loved, I and mean, we knew when we brought you and Katie on, like we weren't going to have any problem in that in that area as far as like people who are funny, who are interesting, who are engaging, um, who could hold people's attention, uh, who could fall right into the flow of doing a podcast that we'd already established it, and you guys did it. Both of you were amazing, and Derek, you never failed. To make it interesting, to keep it going, and offer perspectives, and and you know the thing, I think I think the reason, you know, when we were when we were trying to figure out, you know, who we we're going to get to replace, I uh, why well not replace, but to to come on in, in Jamal's stead, in his absence, um, and what the show was going to look like after that, I mean, yeah, Derek, I think yours was probably one of the first names that popped up, if not the first name that popped up, like yeah, man, this Derek Day guy because I've been watching you you were doing some videos uh on Facebook and I had caught a couple of them and I just thought man this guy is great. He's funny. Uh he he holds your interest. He has great topics and I, I just I knew you'd be a natural at this and you've been amazing. And you have some big shoes to fill my friend. For us to fill in your in your absence. I'll tell
2: you what it's it, it, it it's it's been an honor. I mean and 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 let me just say this because um well Matt, you know I, I'm a big fan. You know before before we became friends, your book Heretic that that was a, a seminal life changing point in my spiritual understanding. I, I I can't I can't say enough about that book. And 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 Keith, while I've read several of your books, and it hasn't been the same life changing experience. You, as a person, out out of the three of you, I can't think of anybody who believes in me more than you do. (laughs) Because you've opened doors for me and, 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 you know, and put me in, in positions to, to share something that I had to say or, or to share a gift or, uh, and, and I'm eternally, eternally grateful for that. And, and, and then also, Paying attention to both your writing style and your cadence, you are fucking Superman when it comes to writing. I mean, nobody puts out, and and here's the thing, there are people that, that can put out content, but a lot of people that put out content, they put out garbage. You put out consistently good content you know blog after blog podcast after podcast book after book it's it's uh, uh, at course after course you know it's it's astounding you know the the things that you're able to do and 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 it it just it it blows my mind and and so let me switch over to Katie here because see I I don't I I haven't had the same sort of relationship that I that I have with Katie as I've had with with you guys but this is what I'll say about Katie is that uh Katie believed in me to bring me on her podcast to put me before her audience to share some things about uh social justice and things like that and 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 I'm grateful for that but the other thing is Katie is that it is, is that when when it comes to the woo woo <laughs> <laughs> I got,
0: I got you know, your back
2: <laughs> you right. I mean we are we're, you know uh, we we're, 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 we're very close and um and and so i'm i'm um i'm grateful for um for everything that you've contributed you know that you basically you have you gave me license to step outside the traditional paradigm and I'm grateful for that but and i i I've said this to Todd Vick on multiple times because I always call Todd Vick my motherfucker. Y'all my motherfuckers. <laughs> Just y'all, y'all up there with Todd Vick, man. Y'all, <laughs> I will receive that.
3: Uh, yeah. The, the goal is to be anyone's motherfucker. That I mean, that's like <laughs> the best compliment you could get, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like motherfucker is such a such a nuanced term. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, that motherfucker. That's not good. That's but, not good. But but when you say, man, that's my motherfucker there. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like at the at,
3: at the pinnacle of the, yeah. top of the You want yeah. you want to be my motherfucker, not this motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very nuanced. Very careful <laughs> there, yes,
1: how you say that. Oh my gosh. Well, so Derek, um we love you so much and we are definitely it's not gonna be the same around here without you. Um but we know you're not dying. You you're still no. alive. You're going to continue to do what you've been doing. And, and so what's your plan for uh, your life after Heritage Happy, our podcast? Uh, are you doing anything else? Are you doing another podcast? Are you working on a book? Tell well, us, tell it, us what's, on, what's in the future for you. I, I have my other podcast forward, which I've, I've kind of changed the,
2: the direction on that because I, I kind of went into um, rant mode. For a season and, and there were things that, that pissed me off and, and I would talk about those. And I said, nah, and, you know, honestly, nobody really wants to hear a rant, even when it's a well structured and <laughs> eloquent rant. Yeah. You know, nobody really wants to hear it. So what I've, what I've been doing is I've been talking about things that are purposeful, things that are helpful, uh, things that, oh, good. that good. if you apply these principles in your day to day life that these are things that I found that, that work for me. So like the last podcast that I did, I talked about, um, a, a smart life, you know, SMART, like smart goals, right? And, and if you've dealt with corporate America at all, you know what that is, but it's like, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and time bound, right? Those are, uh, that's what smart acronym SMART means. And, you want to live a life that aligns with that, you know, that you, that you want to be specific, that you want to have measurable, uh, results, that you want to, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? The goal has to be attainable, right? And then it has to be relevant. It's like a lot of times where people miss it. In, in, in terms of, of content, in terms of, uh, producing something, you know, a, a, a scholastic or an artistic work is that they miss the relevance that what is relevant to you may not be relevant to others. And, 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 and let me say this about that because it's, it's a funny thing that happened, let's say a little over a year ago. A little over a year ago, that's when I when I really said, "Okay, yeah, I'm I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist, and and my content was structured around atheism, and it was structured around kicking religion in the nuts, right? <laughs> what what a tagline, kicking religion in the nuts. I love. And 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 what <laughs> happened was, I, you know, on my public page, I was reaching you know between 25 and 40,000 people a week that shot up and i went through a period between may and september of last year that that weekly reach never dipped below 2 million i mean it it was it didn't just go up it went up and it was sustained for a minute and and what i found was is that i had basically tapped into a nerve There are a lot of people out here that have been abused by, angered by, ignored by whatever religion in in all of its different flavors. And and what what happened was that as I'm putting out this content, my inbox is flooded with like literally thousands of people that, that are saying, dude. Thank you for saying this, because this is something that has been in the back of my mind or deep in my heart for a long time, but I was afraid to say anything. And you've given me the courage to speak up. And 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 this is the thing, you know. There and let let me say this too, because see, like I don't want to shit on everybody, because you know, you guys. Are all some flavor variation of Christian. But I'm gonna say this: that you guys are the outliers. And you know you are, because the mainstream rejects you. The meaty part of the bell curve <laughs> rejects you. Right? You're the you're 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 out there on the on the fringe. Now so, so a lot of the things that I say, when I say it, it, do, it, it doesn't apply to you because I, I appreciate the people on the fringes because they're the ones that if the envelope is ever going to move, you guys are, are going to be the kind of people that move the envelope. But I'm speaking to the meaty middle and fuck them. Fuck them <laughs> with a, with a glass studded cactus. <laughs>
0: That's a t shirt. That's an image I'm not going to get rid of anytime soon. (laughs) Ah! Yeah.
2: Uh, You know, I (laughs) I, I just, I have, I have less than zero fucks to give. Matter of fact, I'm in a negative fucks when it comes to those folks. You know,
1: (laughs) they owe you uh, a couple. Yeah.
2: So, and, 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 and let me say this too, right? Because this, this is another thing that this was, this was part of my transition. And, and I think everybody needs to hear this that when George Floyd, was murdered. Everybody got to watch that in real time. You know, it wasn't like you know Trayvon Martin, who was killed in the you know in in the night, and 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 it was morning by the time the news outlets got it. It's like people watched. Yeah. this man die. while it was happening. Yeah, and and at that point, America had a reckoning, it, and it, and it was a reckoning like. The the march over the Edmund, the Edmund Pettus Bridge in 1964. That people saw this in real time, and they said, "Whoa, that's fucked up." Okay, so so here's the deal. You guys, Carl Forehand, Jason Elam, you know, you guys spoke up and said, you know, okay, this is fucked up. This is not right. But mainstream Christianity. Did nothing, and 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 it was at that point that was that was a, a very pivotal moment for me because I'm like if this is the God you worship and you sit up and say to me that your God can do anything and your God does nothing when this happens, then motherfuck your God and motherfuck you while we're at it. I mean, because honestly. This is, this is the thing. I, I said this when, when, when I was a grace preacher, when I left the grace movement, I said that, that basically all of America's social justice issues could be solved nearly overnight. Nearly overnight. If the people that call themselves Christians, that ostensibly adhere to the teachings and the ways of this man called Jesus Christ, that if they simply were to embrace that and say enough is fucking enough, this stops here, if the church did that, all of this would change. Because there would be legislation, there would be court decisions, there would be uh, 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 articulation from the pulpits, articulation on the street. It, it would be a massive sea change that, that has overnight results. But, 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 the only people that speak out on it are the outliers, the Mets, the Keats, the Katie's, the Todd's. The Jasons, the Carls. Those are the people that speak up, right? And, 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 and I love you guys for that. I absolutely do. And I appreciate you. I would never take any of that for granted. I mean, it, it's like Carl Forehand literally put his capital with his mother at risk to stand up for this. It, it, it's you know people have 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 risked their social capital, their financial capital, their 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 um, their ecumenical capital. All of this that they put it at risk to try. But but again, it's the outliers that are doing this. It's not the meaty middle. And and, and the thing is, as as much as I wish, um, you know, th- th- like the the heretic happy hour was pushing the envelope, pushing the middle. It, 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 it's like. I mean, for example, you know, Keith, you just wrote a book and, 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 and I've, I've ordered the book. I don't have it yet. But as soon as I get it, I'm reading it and, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. But I've I watched how people have turned on you because of this book. Uh, because, because, because people don't want to change they don't want to accept that that there is a possibility that maybe, maybe, even though this has sustained itself for thousands of years, that maybe it was it isn't exactly right. Uh-huh.
1: And, yeah, and, you're right,
2: yeah. And you've yeah. got the balls to stand up and say that. And all of these people that thought that you were like the, the neatest thing since sliced bread are now coming after you.
1: Yeah well you know so what are, what i think what the what i'm discovering and what, like what you're talking about is that even in the deconstruction space there are still some people who have something to preserve or protect or defend and there is still a boundary beyond which you're not encouraged to go beyond right uncertain things yeah. and uh and you're yeah. right about that so and i i i mean i'm not i'm really not somebody who's like who sits around going, "Hey, how can I poke the bear? How can I piss people off? How can I be edgy?" I'm, I'm yeah. The bad guy. yeah, that's you, I'm that guy. Yeah, it's you're you, the guy. yeah. I am I'm just sort of like, you know, hey, this is where I am at right now. And then you suddenly find out that oh, you are not allowed to ask those questions. You are not allowed to. You are not to have, not allowed to, to to push that in that direction or cross that line. And unfortunately, yeah, you don't know it until you cross it, and then you realize, oh, yeah, that's real. Look at that. That's there. There it is. And then you have to make a decision. Do you want to keep swimming in that into the pool where it's nice and safe and everyone loves you and or do you want to swim out all, all on your own where the sharks are and who knows what's going to happen right so you have to make a
0: decision Yeah and it, it, I mean Derek I think what's striking me too is that a couple of things we need people on all parts of the spectrum right like we need people who stay within traditions and work from the inside out We need people who depart traditions and go to other traditions. We need people who leave traditions and set that example. And like, it's just sort of occurring to me, like among the four of us, I feel like we represent different nodes. Right. Mm -hmm. In that spectrum, it's not really a spectrum as much of it is like, I like the quadrant um, image that that you had earlier, Derek. Um, and, And then, but like wherever you are, that's all you can see right? Like we can't see beyond kind of where we are. And so it's so interesting because like what you see is, you know, in the bell curve, what I see is something just really different because I'm I'm surrounded by progressive Christians who all like literally my Facebook was like filled with people who spoke out against the injustice uh, of George Floyd and racial injustice. So, like, that's what I was seeing. Because I don't follow all the but, other but people again, anymore. <laughs> you, <know?
1: laughs>
2: you, you, you represent the outliers and your followers probably represent the outliers.
0: I don't think myself or my colleagues are outliers. I think we're a really healthy minority. I don't think we're outliers. There's too many of us. Like when I say my Facebook feed was flooded, it was. But that's also who I see because I've silenced all the other people because I don't want to listen to all that bullshit all day. You know, and so like, I like literally, I don't see that because it makes me too anxious. Right. So I only go to it when I need to be responsive, (laughs) when I need to get some like samples and stuff like that. And then I have to like recover for the rest of the day. That shit drives me crazy. If I like, if I go to an evangelical wedding, I have to go meditate for a day afterwards. It drives (laughs) me so crazy, you know? So like, I have to just be really selective with my energy about what I let in. Yeah. So I surround myself with people. I, I don't want to be in a bubble, but I surround myself with people who are going to be supportive. That just—I don't—but yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think we're outliers. I think we're a remnant. Maybe
2: not. Maybe not outliers. But if, if if we take the illustration of the bell curve, you're definitely
0: in the thin part of the bell curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we ain't in the middle. No, 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 no not in the <laughs> middle. And it's and it's also very specific to the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's true. I think. Um, I guess one of my frustrations, kind of like I think what you're talking about, Derek, is um, like when you talk about the the voices that did not speak up, right, with George Floyd, and still don't, don't, don't say anything about the horrible injustices that go on, uh, whether oh, lives matter, yeah, 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 exactly, that that kind of bullshit. Um, so to me, those people, those quote unquote leaders, those voices, in that. That, whatever you call that part of Christianity, right? The frustrating thing to me is that they comparatively have the biggest platforms, the biggest voices. They own the Christian television stations. They own the Christian radio networks. They own many of them, the Christian publishing houses. So they mm-hmm. pretty much own what is Christian media. And they're the ones that CBS and ABC and certainly Fox News. Well, turn to to get a soundbite from. Oh, we have an expert. Oh, Pastor So and so coming up. Those are the guys they pull from. Yeah. They don't ask me, you know, us. They never, they'll never ask us what we think. They go to these guys, right? And
3: a- Anderson Cooper asks you. Oh, well, geez. that was
1: totally different. That had nothing to do with theology. <laughs> uh, I wish it did. That would have been wonderful. Yeah, but it,
2: it was it was in the throes of this. So don't discount yeah, it. But you they, know.
1: Yeah, that's true. No, I'm very grateful for that. That was awesome. But uh, anyway, but my point is still that. That those people who seem those Christians who seem to have the biggest voices and the biggest platforms are not using it for to to speak against injustice, right? And so, yes, I, we will continue to speak. But the sad thing is, we only have we don't have anywhere close to the to the reach that those people have.
2: Well, l- l- let me let me chime in and say something here because I, I know uh, I, I, Matt's chiming at the bit to say something here, but I want to say this because I, I'm I'm not giving. The black church, a hall pass either, because I think that there, there that are a bunch of fucking Uncle, Uncle Tom's and coons in that in that bunch too. <laughs> you said that. That was you said that. Yeah, I, I said that. I, I said that. Yeah. Don't look here. Don't don't send don't send Katie, Keith, or Matt any fucking hate mail. <laughs> if you got something to say, come and say it to me. I'll put on the big boy pants and we'll talk. But here's or the deal.
0: Leave it on the hotline. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Listen here
2: here's here's
0: the deal that that a lot
2: of this meaty middle of Christianity is also parroted by the black Church. And instead of the Black Church calling these people out and trying to push and trying to force the issue, they're just as silent and just as complicit as 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 some of these other people. So you know, it's like honestly fuck them too. I mean, it, honestly, it, it it's like basically, again, If it isn't, if it isn't people like you, Katie, that, that, that are in the remnant, the, the thin part of the bell curve or Matt or Keith, you know, you guys, that, that's where you guys are. You're not in, you're not, you're not close to the median (laughs) or the mode of, of the curve, right? You, you know, you're, you're out there somewhere, right? And, And, and whether you call it a remnant, whether you call it an outlier or whatever, it's not the part that that actually drives the overarching decisions or or the overarching narrative of, of that particular uh faith spectrum and and until that happens you know honestly I, i've i've got nothing i mean and, th- and that's that's that is part of what what drove me to where i am because it, it it's like um you know, I just looked at this and like, okay, at, at some point, somebody's got to say something, you know, at, at some point, you know, Osteen or somebody like Franklin Graham or somebody like uh, 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 Falwell, one of these guys, somebody's got to say something, somebody, 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 and none of them said anything. None of them used their platform, but but they, they, they you know, and, and this was the other thing too. <laughs> I got to say one last thing, because this was... My thought experiment, and i don 't know if I told you guys about this, but my thought experiment was this that when, when all this stuff was going on about black lives matters and all of this stuff, and people you know all all of my Christian pastor friends you know that saw me as this rising star in Christianity, they were like, "Oh derek, don 't talk about social justice, don 't talk about politics, just preach the love, preach the gospel, talk about Jesus, just just talk about that stuff right and 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 what happened was. I, I, I acquiesced to that. I watered myself down to try to appease them. But then what happened was when it kept on happening, I'm waiting for somebody to say something. And nobody said anything. So I said, here's here's a thought experiment. I, I crafted a series of very carefully curated uh social media posts that involved the word fuck. And the reason why I use the word fuck is because Fuck, it, 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 there's no mistaking that for anything else. You can't, you, you know, like you can say, uh, 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 like uh, you can use the story of Balaam and say, you know, get your ass in here, <laughs> right? And, and 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 you know, do a little bit of, um, you know, wordplay on that. But you can't do that with fuck. You know, when you, that is the mac daddy of cuss words. Yeah. Right? So what I did is I put this word out there. And, and as soon as I did this, Every one of these preachers, pastors, leaders that, that were asking me to tone my thing down, they came, they came after me with the thunder yeah. because they were like, oh, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you. Oh, my God, you're a man of God. You're a family man. You've got children. I can't believe you said that. And, and, and so I said, okay, here's the deal, guys. You were a participant an unwilling or unknowing participant in a thought experiment that, that said, basically you have more angst over the word fuck than you do over black people being killed in yeah. the streets. Yeah. And, and, and so that's it. That, yeah, that's true. Sure. So. That.
3: It's true. Um, and going back to the folks who, who aren't saying anything, it's, um, I'll take it one step further and they're the they're the ones who put their foot down the most. Like you just said, they they're telling you not to say something about this. They're saying, oh, uh, they're they're teaching CRT in schools, we gotta stop them, (laughs) or there's no racism in America. We ended slavery law. There, you know, so it's so it's not only that they're being silent in the face of injustice, but they're putting up uh roadblocks. For, for justice happening, and so it's like there are um, I mean, it's it's one thing to be silent, and then maybe maybe silence is even more dangerous. You know, we hear those stories about the complicity of you know Nazi Germany and things like that, and you know, just average people going along with it. But it's it's it's, it's, it's there's something to be said about the the white evangelical church being like almost the last ones to come around to Jesus's message of, you know, justice and, and equity and equality. And and it's, it's, it's an, it's an irony that, that Christianity is almost the, the last to get it. And, and again, again, it's, it's the meaty middle you're talking about. There are the remnants who are challenging that, but again, we are, those of us who are doing the really hard work, like, we don't have the platform of the Franklin Grahams and the Joel Osteens and the, uh, who else did you mention, Robert Jeffress or yeah, all these oh other
1: motherfuckers? <laughs> that <fucker they> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I just had this thought as, as Derek was talking about this, uh, this issue. I thought, okay, maybe maybe what, what we should do, or maybe, I'll, maybe I should try this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce, I'm going to write a blog post that I've converted I repent of my backsliding. I've come back to my my true Christian roots. I'm going to go back to my Southern Baptist uh, ordination. Yeah, uh, Baptist I'll, I'll, with a
2: P. Yeah,
1: Baptist, and uh, I'll um, be, B, I'll start P. preaching at a Baptist church. Um, I'll get like a radio show. Maybe we'll get on local Christian access, you know, cable access TV, and I'll just become one of the inside guys. And I'll just stay, I'll just do that until I get enough clout that then, then I could sort of like have this big twist and turn and maybe then, <coughs> <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like maybe I wait till I get myself like elected the new president of the Southern Baptist Convention. and Then I stand up and just blast these guys about like their racism and their, you know, the sexual abuse coverups and all the other, you know, the the patriarchy and all that stuff. That would just be great. And then we have beautiful train wreck of just like watching everybody freak out that I, great. Love I love you man
3: i <laughs> tend to 15 year prank in the making There you go. it'll just be beautiful 15 years
0: <laughs> i did i got to go to tbn once um as a, as a little bit of a joke it was oh. it was fabulous i went to southern california to visit a good friend and he's been he's gay and been out of the closet for like at you know, that time for like 15 years He's like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "I have no idea." He was like, "I've got it." And next thing I know, we're pulling up at TBN. We take the yeah. tour and everything. And he's like, "This place is like a gay man's dream." There's like gold <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> There's big curtains. There's- yes. So like, maybe that's our end. You know? It's, yeah. I yeah, like your plan. Yeah. just infiltrate. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I really want to go to
3: the the um, the arc the arc experience oh, in Kentucky. Gosh.
0: That's one I'd have to recover for like days afterwards.
3: Oh, I would find it so funny.
0: I wonder if they would kick you out if they caught
1: you like heckling and making making jokes and stuff. I wouldn't say nothing.
0: A you if few drinks Maybe A <laughs> so, Field trip for all of us. I'll, go high,
3: a, I'll go high as a motherfucker. <laughs> and
0: listen, and listen, if we could get like a, uh, you know
2: somebody that has like those Facebook glasses that have the lenses built in, oh there you, you know, go, and make yeah. it film us while we're while oh we're God. there, and, and we're just asking these guys all kinds of you know really crazy questions. That'd be I awesome. I think that would be beautiful. Wait, we that could expand
0: into mockumentary territory. Yep, there you oh go. We can become a um, Christopher beautiful. Guest of, like, Christian Tchotchke. This be Ralph,
3: are
2: you
0: listening?
1: Ralph? Ralph, are you there? <laughs> he don't yeah. listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, see, see, Derek, it's stuff like this we're going to miss, man. Just being able to just bullshit with you and talk about stuff like this. It's, we're going to miss you so much, man. You, you've added so much to the show. Uh, I know whatever you do, you're going to be awesome at it. And I do look forward to collaborating with you in the future about um, things. If I can bring you with me and, 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 or if I find a place where somebody goes, Hey, I need somebody. I'm like, Yep, Derek, man. He's your man. Uh, Happy to, happy to put your name in the hat there.
0: Valentine's Day, really, Derek, I'm going to miss our Valentine's Day episodes, but really, this is us all a cover up for like Derek and I are obviously going to take over the world with Valentine's Day. Um,
2: Yeah. We're going to branch off and start our own podcast and the network is going to, yeah it's going to be a big thing.
0: We're going to we're going to talk about bad movies and quantum physics. There, there you go. go. The whole yeah. time.
3: That's fine. My yeah. my price for editing just went up, but okay. That's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll and, be and like obviously Mr- science fiction. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, mis- it'll be oh, like, it like definitely Mystery science, Mystery science Theater 3000. Oh god. Right? Oh, I, love I love that. that. I love that.
2: <laughs> the podcast edition. Yeah, but with alcohol. And weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, makes everything great. Yeah, but I, I just want to say I, I, I love you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the time. Thank you for putting up with me. I mean, I know I'm a bit of a dick sometimes. I understand that, and I'm cool with it. But you know, I... do you need Matt's
3: book? I'll send you a copy.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I actually, uh, wait a minute. It, did I did I write a forward to that? Uh, not the forward, but I wrote I wrote something like a quote. You wrote the
3: forward. To, you wrote yeah. You wrote a blurb for that. A blurb. Yeah. Yes.
2: Uh, I, I know i I wrote a forward to the um to the bonfire sessions, which was Yes, awesome.
3: you did yeah yeah
2: awesome yeah and I, and I'm still available for that kind of stuff because like i said you know it, 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 and let me say this right uh, i'm I'm going to share something keith you didn't you didn't share this with anybody but in in one of your um square one sessions, I paid for a scholarship for someone you know and 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 here's here's the thing i not not because of you, I think you're a smart guy. I wouldn't have gone through the class, but I know somebody it w- it would have helped somebody, and so because of that, because I believe in you, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. you Thank know you. what i'm saying and, and and so so i'm I'm like that with you guys it, it it's like if there's any projects that you guys are working on and you say like hey, I need a you know, I need a fucking atheist here. You know, <laughs> I need somebody that's just that's just gonna really, you know, just come out and you know, and, and you know, cuss up a
1: storm over this. I'm your guy. Yeah, I'm your guy. I got you, man. I You're my favorite you. atheist. You're my favorite atheist. Absolutely.
3: And and maybe maybe when your book comes out, Derek, you can even be a heretic of the week on the show.
1: There you go. We'll bring yeah. it back. Yes. Yeah.
2: Bring it on back. Well, I, I got I got to come back for
1: Valentine's Day. I got to come back for that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Valentine's Day takeover continues. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, any any final any final thoughts, Derek?
1: No, you know, I, I want to. I've I thanked all
2: of you guys, but I really want to thank the listeners. I really want to thank the listeners. I understand that, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I understand that, that we together are not everybody's cup of tea. But I thank everyone who has taken the time to listen, who has taken the time to hear what we have to say, to, uh, to share in our perspectives and all of that. And, and I'm really grateful for everybody that has taken the time to consume this chemistry because it's been awesome. So, to you, the listener, I want to say that um, I, I love you all, even though some of you I don't like,
1: but I love you all. <laughs> oh, and awesome. I'm grateful for you. Awesome. Well, thank you, Derek. Love you, man.
0: Should we give a little information to listeners about what the next episode is going to be like? Sad and dangerous um, and just in a, in a, in a vat of pain yeah we do have a plan
1: we did talk about sort of a transition uh time yeah just maybe catch our breath and uh do something hopefully a little fun to make up for the fact that we're missing uh we're missing one of our wheels we oh, don't have you're gonna f- do fun stuff no no but it's not <laughs> no come on we've been gonna do fun stuff the whole time but it's uh you know, before before we don't we don't want to rush into anything. Um, so we want to take some time and just do something not theological so much. It's just something fun, interesting. God damn um, it! God yeah. damn it!
3: <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna be sticking around for three more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> damn
1: it. <Can> you... So, <laughs> I was so. Do we want to talk about what that what the plan was going to be? Now I'm afraid to say it because then Derek's going to be like,
0: "What? What are you doing?" Yeah, I think it would be helpful if people got had a little time to uh part it's you know, it's kind of a little bit of participatory.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, and to all you listeners out there, call that fucking hotline, please.
3: <laughs> yeah. So so do we need to do we need to say more about that? Because uh Well, I don't know. They're they're gonna need they're gonna need some time to we're gonna do a little bit of a film series. We're gonna discuss some of our favorite films or most interesting films. We're gonna each pick one and uh We want to give people a chance to watch those, right?
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. I guess that makes sense.
3: Right. So let's do, Keith, we'll do yours first. What are you you choosing?
1: Yeah, so I should just clarify. This is not my favorite movie or anything. But I I think it's a movie. I think we tried to, I, I anyway, tried to pick a movie that had more spiritual kind of themes that I thought was interesting. And I really enjoyed, believe it or not, this is kind of ironic, the Mary Magdalene movie. And I thought it was really fascinating. I really loved the way they did it. Um, so I think it's, it's definitely one that I want to have our listeners go and watch it. It's on Netflix right now. If you're in the U.S., it's available right now on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix, and then we can talk about it together on the show.
0: May I offer a shameless plug for complimentary experience with the movie? Okay. Which is, so I have another podcast, Magical Mystical Journeys, and season one, I think it's episode three or four, we talk about Mary Magdalene. And it's our most listened to episode. So wow. if you want like a little like kind of historical and, and woo-woo stuff about Mary Magdalene. Not uh, the movie, but the person. But the person, yeah. The, the, okay. the figure, past and present. Uh, yes, that might be it. a fun, but I do give like a whole like overview of like how, what we know about or how we know it, what's true, what's myth. So I'm curious, have you seen this movie? No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it. All right, so see, I'm probably- curious what your scholarly reaction to the film would be. All right. That would be interesting. I, I remember oh, I the previews looked good, so I just never got around yeah. to it.
1: I, I, I liked it. Surprisingly, I liked it. I mean, it's it's a, it should be a shock for most of our long-time listeners to find that I, of all people, really, really like the Mary Magdalene <laughs> which so-
3: means Which means both Derek and Jamal are going to be on next episode.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, Jamal's going to call the hotline. And, and, yeah, uh, he is. want to talk about it, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah so we'll we'll let everyone know what the next movie is but yeah the next episode will be Mary Magdalene and then we'll go from there all right awesome and then we'll have a plan moving forward but uh, we're I, take guess, care I guess of you
0: listeners we're not gonna leave you hanging yeah yeah we're we're gonna keep going
2: yes we're gonna keep going and and stick around because these guys are fucking awesome.
3: That's right. You heard it here first.
0: Endorsements. That's
3: right. right. Yeah. So before we sign off, just a reminder, we have a website, heretichappyhour.com. Go check out all of our episodes on there. Check out our t-shirts, our hats, and our special books from our special Heretics of the Week. You're going to save about 15% at heretichappyhour.com.
0: Go to Heresy After Hours our free Facebook group. Come join it. We have a couple of thousand people in there. We want you to post your favorite Derek moment. <laughs> oh, there you we'll go. go. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't... you Go in there. Like, tell us the favorite thing that Derek's ever said, an insight that you had, a funny anecdote. We want to see them. So join our Facebook group, Heresy After Hours. <laughs> oh, that should a,
1: be
2: funny. <laughs> that's a great
0: idea. I love that uh yeah and by
1: the way if you uh if you love the heritage happy hour podcast and uh, you want to support us please go over to patreon.com slash heritage happy hour and support us you have options of different tiers you can join and you will unlock immediately just so much bonus extra content extra interviews just funny stuff interesting stuff we drop in there for you to say thank you and You'll get access to our private Facebook group, uh, Heretic Happy Hour Facebook group, uh, on top of all of that. And if you don't support us yet, this is your chance. Please just head over to patreon.com slash heretic happy hour, support your favorite podcast, and earn our undying love and affection.
2: Thank you. Oh boy, you, point, can't, point for the you can't
1: win a Heretic Happy Hour
2: podcast without the Keith Giles wet kiss. <laughs> the kiss. That is a thing. Now it is, I guess. But let me say this. This is the last time I get to say this. But if you love the Heretic Happy Hour podcast, please go out to iTunes and give us a five star rating. And do you know that out in my swimming pool right now are two frogs doing the backstroke? Do you know who those two frogs are? They're fuckers that didn't give us a five star rating on (laughs) iTunes.
0: Don't be that fucking frog. (laughs) I turned them into the frogs. That is the most creative thing I have heard you say. And it's so awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering, where is he going with the frogs? One for the (laughs) boat, Eric. One for the boat. That was great. (laughs) You know, it's like,
2: with me, it's like, wait a minute, wait
3: a minute. The punchline's coming. Oh, man.